We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. For the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, 905-575-1222. That's area code 905-575-1222. Toll free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Judica Illis, and uh, she is an independent scholar, educator, and author of several books of folklore, folkways, and mythology about the subjects of Magic, the occult, divination, diverse spiritual traditions, witchcraft, and the paranormal. 
Judica is a graduate of the Reuters University and has a certification in therapeutic aromatherapy from the Australasian College of Herbal Studies. Now, her books include The Element Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells, The Element Encyclopedia of Witchcraft, The Encyclopedia of Spirits, The Wiser Field Guide to Witches, and also The Wiser Field Guide to the Paranormal, which was published under Judith Joyce. Now, her newest book, Exonation, which is bound and guaranteed to be another bestseller, is The Encyclopedia of Mystics, Saints, and Sages, and it will be available this month, October 2011. Joining me now from her home in New Jersey is Judica Illis. And Judica, welcome back to the X-Zone. Thank you for having me, Rob. I love being here. Uh, we love having you here, Judica. Tell me a little bit about your new book, The Encyclopedia of Mystics, Saints, and Sages. It is a catalog of saints from different spiritual traditions. Mm-hmm. You know, the popular Christian saints like St. Lucy and yeah. St. Anthony. But also, um, a lot of people are not familiar that the phenomenon of saints is actually fairly universal. The true definition of a saint, a lot of people use the word saint to mean a good person. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, my old grandma, she's a saint. But the true definition of a saint is a person who is no longer living, but doesn't depart entirely. Instead, they remain in touch with the living to do good things for us. Hmm. They are, you know, there are all these horror movies about scary ghosts and and terrible creatures from beyond the pale. Mm -hmm. But the saints are, are the benevolent dead, the powerful and helpful who, because they were once living, really do sympathize with people and, and comprehend the the needs of people. Honestly, this book derives from my earlier book, The Encyclopedia of Spirits. That book was originally going to include saints and angels, but it got too big. It, mm. it just it became impossible to bind. We had a 4,000-page manuscript. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we couldn't, you know, you would have had to have like a, we would have had to sell it with a car to drag it around. Judica, stand by, dear. You and I have to take our two-minute commercial break. Always great having you with us. Exxon Nation, our guest this hour is Judica Illis. We're talking about her new book, The Encyclopedia of Mystics, Saints, and Sages. Her website is www.judicaillis.com. That's J-U-D-I-K-A-I-L-L-E-S. Com. And Judica and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. 
Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is Judica Ellis. We're talking about her new book, The Encyclopedia of Mystics, Saints, and Sages. And uh, what does it take for someone to be a saint? I mean, besides the fact that they have to be dead. They have to produce miracles for the living. That is the key. They have to produce miracles. It's very interesting because the one religious tradition that has a, bureau- a bureaucracy, a, a technical mm-hmm. um, way of establishing who is a saint is Christianity. Buddhist saints and Jewish saints and Sufi saints just sort of arise, and when they stop performing miracles, they fade into memory. But there is a canonization process in the Roman Catholic Church and the equivalent in the Orthodox Church is known as glorification. And it's so interesting because, and I do track this in the book, the rules of becoming a saint have changed over the centuries. But the one thing that remains required mm-hmm. is verification that two miracles have been produced. If, if they're not producing miracles, they're not saints. You, you know, they may be extraordinarily good people who did right. wonderful things while they were alive. But in order to be a saint, and, and in fact, some saints were not so wonderful and ethical while they were alive, but they're making up for it in the afterlife. Give us some examples of that, because I, I thought that a person who was a saint had to be a good person while they were alive, or is it, the, or can they just be miserable sots, but bang, two miracles, I'm a saint. There are, a lot of saints were genuinely very good, caring people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is a folk saint, for instance, in um, a very popular folk saint from Tijuana, and he, he is, um, his veneration, and saints are not worshipped, they're not gods, they're venerated, which means they're loved. They're loved and they're respected, and in many cases they're believed to be intercessors. They may or may not actually be producing the miracle, they may just have access to God and be essentially your, adv- your advocate in heaven. That's how a lot of people perceive it. But there is a mm. saint in um, the borderlands, California. Um, his name is Juan Soldado, which is this, the Mexican equivalent of G.I. Joe. And he's a convicted murderer. <laughs> Wait a sec, hold on here. Yeah. A convicted murderer is yeah. a saint. He, he is a very controversial folk saint. He is not an uh-huh. official saint. In other words, he is not canonized, although 
I suspect a lot of his devotees may not know he's not an official saint. He will never be canonized because he certainly um, he, he does not fall into church guidelines. Right. There, there is some question as to whether he was guilty of the crime for which mm-hmm. he was convicted. And there are devotees, a child, a child who was assaulted and, and murdered, and her family certainly thinks he was guilty and had her body exhumed from the cemetery in which he was buried when it became a shrine. They were so offended by this. He is apparently, he's very popular. Mm-hmm. He, people testify that he performs miracles for them, healing and immigration issues. And um, there are people who are convinced that he was railroaded, that he took the fall for his military superiors. And, you know, there are also people who don't care. They don't really care who he was while he was alive. What's important to them is, you know, he's expiating or what he's doing in heaven, wherever he is. How do we know that he's doing anything? I guess, you know, the only way to know... Yeah. is to take other people's word for it. And I, I, the example, you know, there's a shrine in Canada. There's the shrine of St. Anne de, de Beaupre. Sure, near, just past Quebec City. I've been exactly. Yeah. And um, it is filled with testimonial places. Yeah, just like the St. Joseph's Oratory is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, but I often wonder if that is the power of positive thinking, which is a big part of any belief ritual. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, possibly, and possibly some of them are. And possibly, you know, you could, I I guess you could argue that if the saint enables you, Mm -hmm. your thoughts to be powerful enough to perform your own healing, then that is a form of a miracle. But let, let let me ask you this. When it comes to these miracles, they have all seemed to stop ever since technology and medical knowledge has has No. Oh no! People are receiving miracles all the time. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I can attest. I, I, you know, okay. I, I, I had Educate a scary me. thing with my mother, and I, I prayed, and you know, you, you can't prove. No, it. no, hold on, it's, hold on. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. talking about individuals here. I was talking oh. about the miracles at at these massive shrines. You know, I, like I haven't oh, heard of any I miracles. No, I mean, you have all these Marian apparitions. Oh. What are people seeing? That's uh, what they're pretty... smoking. That worries me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, let there, Yeah, you know, it's hard to say you can't. You you are out of the realm. And you're right. You're out of the realm of scientific yeah. proof. You cannot by definition a, a miracle is an odd unique thing that can't just be replicated at will because you know that it's not a miracle mm-hmm. anymore. But you know, the other side of the story are shrines all over the world full of people, you know, newspapers full of testimonials to St. Jude. Yeah. Are, are they all wrong? Well, it and, is. You know, I mean, it, it, and it, even if it's only the placebo effect. Yeah. You know, I mean, but if why the placebo is... helps, that's a good thing. Well, sure, I agree with you 100%, and I, and I certainly meant no disrespect no, no, no. to you it, when, I, when I was talking. I, you can't. And it's, I think, a difficult thing for a lot of people because it is out of the realm of proof. Well, you see, another another question I have is that if these miracles are divine, yeah. and I'm not saying they're not because I don't know, yeah. 
Right. My question is, why is it not feasible then that whatever this divine power is doesn't go into hospitals where people are dying of cancer, children are born deformed? Right. And and why doesn't a hand from heaven come down and just put its hand over the hospital and cure everyone? Right. I, and that is, you know, and I actually I, I, I do address that. Yeah. Well, why? Why, why, why do some people receive a miracle and others don't? Exactly. And is there any, yeah. is there any logic behind it? I don't know if logic is the right word. There are, I mean, it, and it is basically what this book is about. You know, the gist of the book yeah. is finding saints that will notice you, finding the right saint for you, the ones that will have an obligation toward you. And I mean, and, and first of all, you have to, you know, the bottom line is that you have mm-hmm. to acknowledge with this that, that there's the possibility of contact between the the living and the dead. But doesn't that go against the Ten Commandments? Beca- well, because you know, very interesting because um, they actually cut out the middle person. I mean, it is why people like saints. You You speak directly to the saints. But in in the Bible, you know, isn't there something about praying to idols as being wrong, and yet you go into a Roman Catholic church and there's so many idols with candles in front of right. them, you pay well, 25 but, but, cents. But you know, Jewish saints and Sufi saints do not have any imagery. You oh. just go to the grave and you ask for help. Who's gr- the same way that you would go, like, visit your grandmother's grave. They don't have statues, although they do have candles. Uh, um, every I believe that a candle is a, is symbolic of light of of lighting yeah. the way to ju- it's a to gesture. good. Yeah, exactly. It's also a gesture. It's, it's also a gesture yeah. of communication. The the in, in Buddhist shrines you also have mm-hmm. that incense, the same sort of little gesture that to try to make that connection between between the living and between uh, somebody who is yeah. no longer living in in this realm. It, that's so interesting because that is actually one of the major that injunction from the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. is one of the major differences between the Roman Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church. Yes. Orthodox churches do not have statues. They have icons, two-dimensional icons, which are perceived not as portraits, but as portals to, mm-hmm. to the realm of the saints. And they are very, there is only one that is three-dimensional, and I, I, it is of Archangel Michael in Greece. And I, I, I do have the story of that one. There's an exception to the rule. You know, there's always an exception to sure. the rule in, in the book. But um, specifically because they felt that creating a flat image was not a graven image. It's not technically graven. Mm-hmm. So, but the Roman Church did not worry about that. To some extent, and this is why I started talking about the spirits, the cult of saints in Christianity was intended to replace veneration of spirits because it's that same one-on-one communication. You find a saint that you love and who hopefully loves you back and notices you and feels for your pain, and you develop a relationship with them. And if you have that sort of relationship Often, people say mm-hmm. that they do, uh, and I mean, it's my experience. I mean, I, I speak partially from my own experience and partly from what other people have told me about their, their own experiences. You know, and it's something that I, I think that 
it's a topic that makes people uncomfortable for different reasons. The Church doesn't particularly like the paranormal aspects of sainthood. But yet, theology is based on the paranormal. Oh, yeah. You can't have it both ways, gang. Exactly. Exactly. Saints are often, if you look at a lot of saint books, and I've spent the last couple of years reading them, Mm -hmm. they're very cleaned up and sanitized, and the saints are presented as role models, because I think that is something that makes people more comfortable. You know, a role model is something that, that is easily digestible, as opposed to that paranormal aspect of, you know, somebody who's, somebody who walked this earth but no longer does in a human form, and yet helps us. Yeah. Judica, stand by. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Judica Illis is our special guest. www.judicaillis.com, the name of her new book, The Encyclopedia of Mystics, Saints and Sages. We'll be back on the other side of this news break. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend... This is us saying, thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Judica Illis is my special guest this hour. We're talking about Judica's new book entitled The Encyclopedia of Mystics, Saints, and Sages. 
It's published by the good people at HarperCollins. It is due out this month, October 2011. And her website is www.judicaillis.com. That's www.judicaillis.com. Don't forget this coming February 2012, I'm going to be the Master of Ceremonies at the Body, Soul, Spirit Expo being held at the International Center in Toronto, 6900 Airport Road. For more information, visit their website at www.bodysoulspiritexpo.com. Welcome back, Judica. Always great having you with us here in the Expo. And we're talking about saints and and basically how the... how religious theologies and philosophies poo-poo the paranormal, and yet they're based on the paranormal. Of course. It makes no I mean, sense when, to me. Well, who, I, there was, I think, uh, maybe it was the BBC or a British paper. Mm-hmm. They did a survey about a year or two ago on and the most popular alien, and, and they counted down top 20, and you know, number one was God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've often said that uh, Jesus was a space cadet. You know? <laughs> You know, because when you look at, and, and yeah. I didn't mean that in a negative connotation. No, no, no. Well, I mean, it's not meant disrespectfully. Yeah. You, you know, when you look at the, uh, when you look at Greek mythology, yeah. and, and several thousand years later, along comes Christianity, you know, the parallels are too great to ignore. Elijah the prophet, who is venerated, and you know, non-Christians often don't mm-hmm. like the word saint, and that that's another issue. But right. um, he is venerated by by Jews and by Lutherans and in the spiritual churches of New Orleans and um also a saint Elijah saint saint Elias in the um in the orthodox church you know if you read your bible he he goes up to heaven in a chariot hmm you know they didn't have spaceships not that we know of i mean well i mean <laughs> the people they, they may not have had our type of technology but right. if you if you translate the technology of their time to mm-hmm. the technology of our time, it's very similar. It is. Yeah. It is, but people don't want to actually look at that, and of course they don't want to acknowledge that, because if they acknowledge that, one cancels out the other. You know, I've been very frustrated, because I like old images, and mm-hmm. I, I, have to, I have a fondness for dragons. Yes. And my, you know, I, I, I like them. Yeah. And I like images of them, and a lot of saints are associated with dragons. Most famously, Saint Martha. This is Martha of Bethany from the Bible. Is and she is she any relation to uh, Saint Martha of Stuart? <laughs> well, uh, Martha Stuart. I don't know if she can like have a dragon too, a dragon on a leash. <laughs> I think she has chow chows. <laughs> but uh, you know, there are all legends of Martha teaming mm-hmm. a dragon. And a lot of old holy cards, if you go online and look for vintage holy cards, you will see images of Martha with the dragon. Mm. New, new sellers, new producers of cards don't sell these anymore. They do images of, her, of, of the stories from the Bible, where we show her, you know, the wonderful housewife from the New Testament, because I guess dragons are not perceived as acceptable anymore. And mm. I find this so frustrating. Because so many, of the, so many of the stories, and I mean that in a respectful term, yes. people sometimes use story to imply that something isn't true, and I'm not implying that. But so many of these stories involve a leap of faith that things that are out of the ordinary mm-hmm. 
can happen and can exist. And so why not a dragon? Yeah, why not a dragon? Why not? Why not? Exactly. I, if we are asked to believe that Lazarus could be revived after yeah. four days, why couldn't there be an odd case of Martha finding a dragon in France? Why do we have to eliminate these these images? You know, and and, and how could they not exist with every every culture in the world right. has right. has a reference to a dragon in it somewhere right. in antiquity? I mean, even even if you are looking at, at it as a metaphor mm-hmm. or spiritually, why eliminate the image? It's very interesting. Yeah. What are they trying I mean, to hide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. If you look at the evolution of, of religious imagery, I, mm-hmm. a lot is very cleaned up these days. It's very sanitized. Well, a lot of people say that it was the perception of the artist and what the artist's beliefs were that were incorporated into the masterpiece that had nothing to do with the actual events. And yet there were all kinds of legends of saints taming dragons and other kinds of creatures. In in saints within in in the historical era, I mean, Mm -hmm. you could argue that St. Martha didn't, exist, for instance, that's going back a long time. But there are all sorts of stories. I I wrote The Weiserfield Guide to the Paranormal right before I wrote this book. And, you know, some of the best stories of paranormal abilities involve saints. Levitation and Mm -hmm. bilocation and clairvoyance. They're great. They're great stories. and, And they are Many of them are within living memory, and and yet it's very interesting that people will, will will separate them. They don't often turn up in books on the paranormal. People are uncomfortable. And when it comes to theology, people will accept what they want to accept. Yes. People will believe what they want to exactly. believe. Exactly. So that, for example, with everything. For example, when we look at Noah's Ark, we know that right. there wasn't every animal on his ark two by two from this beautiful <laughs> planet of ours. Come on. If anything, you see, if I were to rewrite the Bible, and I've given it some thought, I would have Noah's Ark as the first chapter. Yeah. You see, in my book, Noah is a space traveler. The yeah. Ark is a spaceship. The animals two by two is DNA. Yeah, I was just thinking that too, the DNA samples. You know, there Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. There yeah. you go. So let's, let's, and I think this is what's happening with religion, and this is why religion is faltering today, because... Religion has not kept up with the times. Right. Right. I think so, too. I realize I'm going to hell when I die for just saying that, but what the heck, I'll take my chances. That's where all my friends will be. There, Exactly. There is a, a great story, and apparently a true story. This is written down by monks of, um, of an indigenous chief um, who was being burned at the stake, I, I believe in Mexico or in Latin, someplace in what is now Latin America, and they were, you know, at the last minute, they wanted him to convert because mm-hmm. if you convert, you know, we're gonna we're gonna burn you anyway. Yeah. But but you will go to heaven. And he asked, well, you know, well, will my family be in heaven? Oh no, they, you know, you know, they haven't converted. They're not going. And he goes, well, will will you be in heaven? I said, oh yes. He goes, okay, I'll go to the other place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, wouldn't you want to be with the people you love? Of course. Wherever it is. Of course. Why would I want to be with people that don't give a hoot about me? Exactly. Yeah. Besides, I'm allergic to feathers. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about some of the sages that you've written about. 
the sages, you know, that that kind of gets into the word saint. The phenomenon of oh. people, you know, returning and often returning in dreams. Saints often make appearances in dreams to people, visions and dreams. Mm-hmm. That's the most common way that saints communicate with people. It, it exists in all sorts of religions, Zoroastrians and Hindus and Buddhists. And, but the word saint really raises people's hackles if they're not Christian because they assume that they assume, as you pointed out, that there'll be statues and they'll be worshipped. Mm-hmm. People misinterpret Christian um, veneration of saints for worship. And so they prefer words like sages. Sages are, and in some traditions, um, in Buddhist traditions and Jewish traditions, often the people who become saints, not exclusively, were people who were real scholars, Sufi traditions also, tremendous religious scholars in life. And they cared for people. They cared about people and tried to help people while they were alive. In the case of the Bodhisattvas, and that is a Buddhist concept, the Bodhisattvas, you know, they had the concept of reincarnation, mm-hmm. and you keep coming back until you get it right. But the Bodhisattvas, once they get it right, they have a chance to stop incarnating, but they refuse. They refuse to leave because there are still people suffering. And so they make a sacred vow, Kuan Yin being the most famous. Um, they make a sacred vow to remain in touch with people, to help them until everybody can. You know, it's like we're all going together. Mm-hmm. When, when all of you have perfected yourself and no one is suffering anymore, I'll go with you. Man, I'm going to be here a hell of a long time. <laughs> I sometimes think I'm Australian because I have the boomerang effect. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I was very happy you say, that you say Australia because this book has saints from every inhabited continent. And I always feel in my books that Australia gets like the rind of the deal. What? I don't have enough Australian spells. I don't have enough Australian spirits. Mm-hmm. St. Mary McKillop just canonized very recently from Australia, Australia's first saint. Really? And, and a very important saint for our times, I think, because in her lifetime, yes. she, she did not live that, you know, long ago, um, she um, was notified, she was a nun, she was a teaching nun, and she mm-hmm. was notified that there were priests who were molesting children. Oh, there's a news flash. She took it seriously, though. Good, I'm glad and she, she did. she went and she complained to the bishop. And she, it's an interesting story, because she... The, the, the uh-huh. priest in question was transferred, but she she ended up excommunicated. Oh, that's crazy! I, you know, I think that priest should have been thrown in jail, and she should uh, have he was received sent the back mail. To Ireland, and they didn't tell the tell them in Ireland why he was sent back. They oh, said he had a drinking problem. My gosh! Yeah, and Mary McKillop was briefly his yeah. friends. Um, he had a vendetta against her. She ended up, the bishop on his deathbed reinstated her, and she was brought back into the church. But she was, she was essentially thrown out, you know, with no money, no nothing, oh, no house. No one could speak with her. And she has become sort of unofficially mm-hmm. the saint of um, people who, who, who feel abandoned by the church or people who feel betrayed by the church. Mary McKillop is, 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 is sort of the... The extra factor. She is. She is the person who, the the saint, 
who who is the exception to the rule? You know, whenever I hear of a child being molested by a member of the clergy, uh, uh, that uh, that that hymn comes to mind: "Suffer little children to come yeah. on to me." But I don't think that's what Christ had in mind. No, you know, with I that. don't think so. No, I think that uh, the. No, that, I mean, that's I a whole a new show. That's that's a whole new show. If there's a hell, show, there's yeah. a special place in hell for certain people. Exactly, exactly. Who in your book is saint number one? For me? Yeah. Oh boy, I you know it's hard. I I, I mean I write these big books because I love a lot of them, mm-hmm. but I I Joan of Arc is very close to my heart. Joan Joan of Arc is is I, the two entries that I couldn't I even. I wrote them, but I can't read them without crying even now. Is Joan of Arc wow. and Father Michael Judge, who is still an unofficial saint. He was the first victim of 9-11. Um, he wasn't technically the first victim, but he was the first identified person who died. And so he was body bag number one. And he has been performing miracles for people, especially involving prenatal um, healing of children. And, you know, I, I live right outside New York City, and mm-hmm. that was, I, I you know, I, I didn't, I watched that day, so that's very personal to me. That was a very, very personal thing to me. And Michael Judge was just a, a wonderful person in life, mm-hmm. and, and he was taken from us too soon. And I, I'd like to think that he is up there watching over us. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So let's see, um, what is the feedback that you're getting from people who've had the opportunity of reading the galleys? You know, it it is officially released today. Oh, it is? Today is the official release. Wow. So actually, a lot of people have not seen it yet. I I am curious to see what the reactions will be. It is not a conventional saint book in that it does not represent one, it represents a phenomenon of sainthood rather than a specific religious outlook. I like that. I write very honestly about them also. I, I think it is better for us to understand them mm-hmm. as, as you know, people are flawed. We are, all have our good points and our bad yeah, that's points. that's right. So rather than to pretend that someone was, you know, holier than mm-hmm. everybody else since the day they were born, I, I don't think that helps us. If you are going to look at them as role models, it, it is better to see them... People who really, um, in many cases, strove to be better, you know, really a- a- attempted to be better people, even those, John of God is, you know, is, is the um, saint of um, authors and publishers, so, you know, technically he's, he's my saint. There are saints for different professions. And John of God had this huge, um, he was from Spain, he was a molested child also, mm-hmm. um, and he went through... You know, he was a mercenary and he got in trouble. Judica, let's hold it here uh, because I've got to take my final break. When we come back, we'll talk more about uh, John of God. Exonation. Nation, Judica Illis is our special guest. Her new book is, you ready? Released today, The Encyclopedia of Mystic Saints and Sages. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2.00. 
Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Exonation, uh, Judica Illness is our special guest for this hour. Her new book is released today, The Encyclopedia of Mystic Saints and Sages. Before we went to the break, we were talking about uh, John of God. and uh... Well, John of God lived this dissolute life right. when he was an adult, and he then had a visionary experience and a very, very public nervous breakdown. Mm. Um, and spent the rest of his life attempting to be a a really good person and help others. And, and that is something, if you don't appreciate what he went through to get there, I, I think it's, it's out of reach for the rest of us. It, it's, it's the humanity of the saints that makes them so special, that, that they suffered and they were tempted and, and they made mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and yet, you know, maybe even the possibility that after... After you die, you can still attempt to make amends. So it's, it's a nice thought. It certainly is. Uh, what's your next book going to be about? I don't know yet. Oh, come on. <laughs> I think I'm taking a vacation for a little bit. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Where are you going to be going? Oh, God, I don't know. I have bookstore schedules. That, that's not really a vacation. I, I would like to go to the Caribbean. That's where I'd really like to go. Mm, yeah. Love it down there. We've gone yeah, to uh, Jamaica. We've gone to the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, the Bahamas. Yeah, the British Virgin Islands also. Oh, it's yeah. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Mind you, I, I like Jamaica, and my second favorite spot is the Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Super people. And that's what this world is about, people. People. And we've got to start dropping the color aspect yeah. The theological aspect, the belief yeah. aspect, and learn more about each other. So the nice thing about saints yeah. also that people don't realize, they will do favors and bestow miracles on people who are not of their own religion. You wow. can ask for, you can, and it is very traditional in a lot of communities in North Africa. Mm-hmm. Muslims and Jews go to each other's shrines. It's how a many nice thing. How many saints are there? There are over ten thousand Roman Catholic Whoa. saints alone. So, I mean, I, I, I would be, what am I writing? I'd be happy to do book two. Yeah, I guess so. Judica, as always, time goes by so fast yeah. when you're with Thank us. Thank you, Rob. Hey, it's my great pleasure. 
let our listeners know how they can get a copy of your book and how they can find out more about you. Uh, books are available wherever wherever fine books are sold, online, offline. And uh, my website, www.judicaillis.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. And you're tonight here on the X-Zone. Yes. Judica, take care of yourself, my good friend. You too. Thank Keep you. Keep the great work up. So long now. Judica Ellis has been my guest this hour. Once again, her latest book, which is released today. It's in bookstores online. And where you go to get your local books, right around the corner, while they're still there. The Encyclopedia of Mystic Saints and Sages, published by the good people at HarperCollins. Once again, her website, www.judicaillis.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our, uh, and our regular mail is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. I'll be back after this news break. Don't go away. have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you now get a sausage McMuffin sausage biscuit sausage burrito or hash browns choose two for $2.50 enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2 price of participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer a combo meal single item at regular price ba da ba ba ba